0: Welcome to About the Journey, the podcast from Marriott Bonvoy Traveler that takes you on a road trip where the end point is not the end goal. We've all heard the phrase, life is about the journey, not the destination, and I couldn't agree more. It's about the people you meet and the stories you hear along the way. I'm your host, Onika Raymond. I'm a travel journalist and member of Marriott Bonvoy, and I couldn't be more excited to share my favorite unexpected stories with you from my travels around the world. On this episode, we'll take you on the ultimate ride through the Florida Keys, starting from the mainland of Miami and making our way all the way down to Key West. Along the route, we'll get a glimpse into what
1: makes the Keys such a unique
0: destination for locals and visitors alike. It's like
2: another country here and people are a lot more chill.
1: Keysy is something that only happens down here.
2: Every key is different. Every single, starting at Key Largo all the way down to Key West, every, every single one has a different feel.
0: Each island has its own quirky character you shouldn't overlook. And in that spirit, we'll stop at a locally owned and operated microbrewery known for its tasty beers and locally sourced flavors, a historic home that became the center of a thriving Bahamian immigrant community, and the spot to go for fresh seafood and local specialties. That's all to come, so buckle up. For our first leg of the journey, we'll head south from Miami towards the coast. Soon, we'll trade in sights of the Everglades and waterbound mangroves for the endless horizon of sky and ocean. As we leave the mainland behind, We begin our journey on the Florida Keys Overseas Highway and trade in exit numbers for mile markers. This system is how the locals give directions. The Overseas Highway will dazzle you with views of cerulean water on either side, along which we'll drive, crossing 42 bridges, spanning more than 100 miles of islands. About an hour from the mainland, at mile marker 82 in Isla Mirada, you'll find yourself transfixed by the tropical rainbow exterior of the Florida Keys Brewing Company. Take a walk around back to the beer garden and you'll find an array of deck chairs, picnic tables, and decorations in the same happy colors, all under the shade of palm trees. Everything about this brewery captures the unique island vibe of Isla Mirada. But you might be surprised to learn that this spot is less than a decade old.
1: I knew the Keys really needed a local brewery. There wasn't one at the time. And, you know, I I would hear all the time, what's your local beer? What's your local beer? And we don't have a local beer down here. So there was definitely a need for it.
0: That's Florida Keys Brewing Company owner Cheryl McBay. She and her husband Craig started the brewery in 2014 after deciding they'd be the ones to make that local beer folks were asking for.
1: We make Iguana Bait, which is I think, become the beer of the Florida Keys. It, it really has become so popular. It's, it's ridiculous. We can't keep it in stock. We literally have all four of our large tanks right now filled with it because we can't turn out enough of it. <laughs> and Iguana Bait, a sweet honey
0: hibiscus kolsch, is just one of a host of unique flavors they put out each dependent on the local offerings of the Keys.
1: All of our ingredients that we use in our beers are locally sourced. And so what that does is whenever we brew a key lime beer or a pineapple beer or hibiscus or whatever, it's going to make the flavor, flavor more subtle um, because it's not going to be like syrup that we're just adding to a beer. Um, so we only brew our fruit beers whenever the fruit is in season.
0: The brewery is a cornucopia of tropical colors. Key's decor adorns every wall, stool, and table, from buoys to driftwood and hundreds of shells collected by Cheryl and her family. Local art featuring tropical plants and sea creatures is also prominent in the brewery, with tie-dye merchandise for sale. You can feel Cheryl and Craig's love for the Keys in every inch, a love that stems from the brewery's deep family ties.
1: In two thousand fourteen we had twins. <laughs> we had a boy and a girl. So we were <laughs> we were opening a brewery and starting a family and quitting our jobs and trying to, you know, survive in two thousand fourteen. It was crazy. I don't remember any of it. It was so crazy.
0: Raising twins and starting a business as a parent of a little girl myself, I completely understand.
1: It was definitely a family affair. And my you know, my father has been a huge help and making this possible. He was a third-generation um, commercial fisherman down here, and he financially supported us. My mom helps out in the beer garden uh, at least twice a week, watering plants or pruning the, the flowers. And my sister, she's here all the time with her family, so it's, it really is a family-run business. In the heart of Island Mirada. For Cheryl and Craig, providing guests of the
0: brewery with a taste of what makes Island Mirada so special is second only to doing the same for their kids.
1: They'll be seven in May now, and they're never bored. And we do not watch TV. They do not own a video game. They've never played a video game. They live the true island experience. For a true island vibe,
0: local flavors, and a great stop for pictures, Florida Keys Brewing Company is a stop well worth your time. While you could make an afternoon out of relaxing at the beer garden, be sure to grab a case or growler to go, because we're getting back on the road to head to Marathon. This next leg of the journey takes us to the halfway point of the Overseas Highway. As we reach Crane Point Hammock, At mile marker 50.5 in Marathon, Florida, we'll jump off the highway and enter an oasis of island beauty. Here you'll find a museum and nature center with walking trails, gardens, and even a butterfly meadow. Down one of the many trails as you pass mangroves and lush tropical forest, you might find yourself in a clearing looking at what appears to be a concrete house. On closer inspection, The concrete is a more natural off-white with a rough, bumpy texture. This material is tabby, the creation of which is a laborious process largely lost to history. And this house is the Adderley House. We sat down with Charlotte Quinn, CEO of Crane Point, to hear more.
2: It's almost um, spiritual, and I don't really mean that in a religious way, uh, nor a ghostly way. It's just the presence of peace, calm serenity back there um you could spend days back there just setting because it's so beautiful the
0: adderley house is one of the oldest homes in the keys built by george and olivia adderley who immigrated to the keys in 1904 from the bahamas but that's not all george caught and sold sponges built homes and led church services as a minister out of their house George and Olivia's success in building a new life in the Keys eventually inspired other Bahamian immigrants to join them. The Adderley House became Adderley Town.
2: I can't imagine coming to a foreign land where there was nothing but trees all the way around and being all on your own and then start bringing people over friends and and creating something so special and they had such a family within the family the family of of Adderley town was their family
0: I love this sense of community so much especially being from an immigrant family myself and as a current immigrant to the United States I find the story of how George and Olivia built a Bahamian community in Adderley Town so inspiring. It speaks to George's tenacity, innovation, and ability to build this community out of nothing. And he was even able to build this structure that, by and large, has withstood the test of time
2: and the elements. We've had a lot of storms, and this one just blows me away. After the Hurricane Irma in 2017... Which devastated the Keys. This place, we lost a lot of trees. You couldn't get in here. We, you couldn't go down any trail or any pathway. You couldn't do anything. It was just trees everywhere. So I thought, oh my, the Adderley House is gone because that is the treasure of this place. I went down there. There wasn't a leaf on the ground. There wasn't a stick on the ground. There was no water inside the dwelling. was absolutely just the way we left it. It's pretty exciting to me to know that that structure has stood so long, so long, and been through so much, but yet still holds power. It gives everybody that comes through here a sense of belonging to something bigger than themselves, and I think that's the vision that George Adderley had, was he wanted to be bigger than he was. He wanted to create something that was bigger than he was. And that's what I think they go away with. And that's what keeps me going. You go back there and you just feel like, you know what? If he can do it, I can do it. George Adderley's story
0: is one we can all learn from. His drive and ability to adapt and ultimately succeed are virtues we should all adopt in our lives. It makes us see that, If he can make it through adversity, then we can too. This story also touches me personally because moving to a different country and starting a new life has its own unique set of challenges. But George is a reminder that a little perseverance can go a long way. Soon you'll be hankering for lunch and you're in luck because beyond the lush forestry, Marathon is a major sport fishing destination. Seafood lovers rejoice because just a short drive away from the Outerly house at mile marker 49 is a seafood counter with some of the freshest fish around. Keys Fisheries is a fish market, restaurant and bar that supplies fresh local catches all across the Keys and greater Florida. You'll know you're there by the blue sign surrounded by fishnets and traps or the line stretching out from underneath. Folks come to the walk-up seafood counter from all over the Keys for fresh catches. Everyone has their reasons for loving Keys fisheries.
2: Well, among other things, we came here by boat.
0: Right on site is a full-scale marina where guests can visit Keys fisheries on boats up to 60 feet in length. But the real star is the food. Fair like the lobster reuben, conch chowder, and fresh catches of hogfish and mahi-mahi. Crack conch. Whole fried snapper. They
2: have Yummy
0: stone crab. And just to keep things funky, rather than have people give their name at the counter, Keys Fisheries asked customers to create an alias that goes with the theme of the day. The prompts range from iconic cartoon characters to cute animals. On the day we stopped by, it was musicians.
1: Mac Miller.
0: Max Mima's.
2: Always a funny name.
0: Me personally, I would have gone with Tina Turner. With fresh food in hand, you can grab a seat at the dockside picnic tables or at the elevated bar and take in the wide open waters before you. It's the perfect spot to sit with family, friends, or to simply connect with the community of the Keys. And with that, it's time for us to get back on that one road for our last leg of the journey. After a peaceful drive over the seven-mile bridge out of Marathon, surrounded by nothing but the cool turquoise waters as far as you can see, we'll cross the last few islands of our trip until finally we find ourselves on the shores of Key West, our final stop. After a very full day under the beating sun, it's time to wind down. We've arrived in Key West, which brings us to where to stay. Consider resting your head at the Saint Hotel Autograph Collection, a member of Marriott Bonvoy. You can enjoy a handcrafted cocktail under the red chandeliers of the hotel's Burgundy Bar. Or you can pair views of Duval Street With the blue lights and live music of Halo Rooftop Lounge, the St. Hotel's second, more intimate bar. For a more relaxed end to the day, settle in by the hotel's pool, an oasis closed off by tropical plant life. Then, close your eyes and listen to the sound of the poolside waterfall. Just like that, we've reached the end of our Florida Keys road trip. We've gotten just a taste of the variety that each of the Keys has to offer. Each story brought a new sense of community that couldn't be truer to the spirit of the Keys. About the Journey is produced by Marriott Bonvoy Traveler, At Will Media, and me, Onika Raymond. Our Marriott producers are Robin Benefield and Jess Moss. Our At Will Media producers are Mitch Bluestein, Christy Westgard, Elliot Davis, and Naila Andre. Special thanks to our guests on this episode for sharing their stories along the route. And thanks to you, our listeners, for coming on the ride. You can learn more about this route through the Florida Keys and get other road trip ideas from Marriott Bomboy Traveler at traveler.marriott.com or in the show notes. For more information on all the Florida Keys has to offer, head to fla-keys.com. And if you like this episode of About the Journey, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time on The Open Road.